Hi, I'm the werewolf at the Starbucks, and I have an order for Denisha? Denise? Den- De- Devani? Uh, Does it start with a D? Why are you getting the V? Yeah, Tom, anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. When did you become a werewolf, by the way? I'd rather not get into that right now. We'll do oh, that. that. We'll do person? that on the Patreon. On the Patreon that we don't have yet. Pa- yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Maybe we'll have it by the time we'll, this episode comes out. We'll make the Patreon, and it'll just be like there won't be any posts on it besides one post that just says a date, and that'll be it. Yeah. Every year we will release new, more information, but little by little. Yes, like literally one sentence at a time. No, not even. It's like a number. The first year you get the year it happened, <laughs> then you get so the month. Painful. Oh God, aggravating. Anyway, with here with friction burns on my lips, I'm Evan. What? <laughs> Were you sucking off a golem? How the fuck did you get that going? <laughs> How'd you? What? I missed the off uh. mic bit, so everyone's cracking up. Oh no, Tom I think Eli dead. missed it too. <laughs> Yeah, it was just me and Tom. Tom was executed just now by that. <laughs> We've oh lost our deal. Good thing we have three more, but man. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Hi, Evan. Hi. To explain the off mic bit, I came I came into the uh I came into the recording after having just finished a cherry flavored Italian icy. Uh <laughs> yeah. and so I had like bright red lips. And Tom asked if I was like, my my lips are red because I have an Italian icy. It's because I had an Italian icy. It's not anything different. And Tom said, oh, it's not because you have friction on your lips. <laughs> and then we, uh, you can assume where the conversation went from. Why there. would that be the first thing you jump to? It's like <laughs> I don't like know, loss. in all honesty, I don't know where Could have been kissing from. someone. I, I don't know, like. Yeah, that could have happened. I it could have been Eli. It could have been me. Like you don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, oh hi, hi, everybody. What did my mic cut out? Oh, hi, oh, hey. hi. So, so this is totally normal. Eli saying hello, and it's nice to be here as Hoon. <laughs> I would like to say, Eli, that you have the same shirt on as Steve from Blues Clues. Oh. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was just curious if, like, you know him, or if that just is a coincidence. You know, I may or may not have had a dream one time, and... No, the wrong person. Nope. Nope. Martin Luther King King who? Junior? Not the senior. Oh. No, we're not continuing this bit. We're not continuing the bit that Eli doesn't know who MLK is. <laughs> I'm, I'm hard vetoing this All one. All right, it's been vetoed. We can't continue this. Good night, everybody. You can DM me afterwards. Good night, everybody. We haven't even made a bad joke yet, all right? Speaking uh, of bad jokes, do I'm here. My name's Cameron. That I'm just a bad joke. That's that, just me. That hurt me. Well, imagine how I feel, Eli. Stop. Oh. Well, no. I don't I don't <laughs> agree with that, stop. Cam. I don't think you're just a bad joke. I think you're about like 62% bad joke. Yeah, yeah I think I'm a, a layered I'm a layered bad yeah. joke, you know, like the type you've got, you've got, where like You've got parts that are funny. The build up is really good and then like the punchline just falls through really flat. So you're like You're oh. like you're like a comedy set. You're like a comedy yeah. set that has like a few good jokes right. sprinkled throughout, but like the comedian still needs to work on their transition. Yes, you know what? That's honestly a great metaphor for life. Uh, so I'll take it. No. 
We're all about self-affirmation through harsh reality here at the Forever DMs. Where we live in a multiverse of infinite realities. So they're all harsh. They're they're all harsh. Last one of them. Yep. So all of them except friends, by the way. Except friends friends. is the only reality where it's okay. Like the 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 friends universe? No, so, Fred's. Not oh, Fred's. 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 Oh, okay. I, I a thought character you said, we haven't introduced. I, I thought you just say. made the sitcom Friends canon for a second, and I was like, <laughs> I'm okay with that. But I hey, don't spoiler my don't spoiler my art. Okay, my bad. Don't want to reveal your your art oh, there. Gosh. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> I think we uh got that out of our system. Um. I feel good. I'm feeling good about this one. Yeah. No, this is this. I feel loose. Yeah. yeah. Feel frictioned up. Just yeah. nice and loosey goosey. Absolutely. Just, uh... <laughs> Not you, Tom. You keep going. Yeah. Yeah. You. You keep going. Tom. I. Uh, I. Uh, um. So, uh, who wants to give a really, really abbreviated uh, <laughs> recap of what happened last time? Because uh, I think I I'm mean, the that only last one who recap hasn't so was far. really good. That last recap that Eli gave was really good, but like extremely in-depth. So, so like, I'm going to go on the opposite end of the spectrum this time. Can I have this opportunity if everyone's okay with this? Please, may you I, have the you, floor. You may have floor. the floor, absolutely. So, we talked to some guy. He's a pilot. He said, ah, I'm in love with two people who are already in love with each other. And we were like, okay. And so we went to look in tents, and one of the tents was broken, and the other tent, I found some juicy erotica in a journal. Um... Uh, which I was, I then pickpocketed into Ash's pocket. We met up with Hoon, who was looking back through the research thing, made like a cool little arcane invention out of stuff. That was cool. Then we got snowmobiles and completely face first ate ass in driving into <laughs> the giant bubble. Um, with a natural one, I think. I didn't even want to use feather Dual natural ones. Two natural ones. It was two natural ones at the same check. <laughs> so we completely... I think... I I must have done something... To, I, I think we had a healing potion, right? Because I, I think that must have happened. I don't know. Did we? Yeah, everyone has heal- Everyone has a healing potion because we found them in the... the that, and I yes. do believe you took a short rest. Okay, it was the short rest because I was like, I... Have full HP right now on my sheet. I want to make sure D and D Beyond didn't try to twist my neck when I wasn't looking. So glad that's out of the way. Um, just for a, like a count, I'm personally not at full HP. I'm just a little bit less. Okay. Do you want me to give you a massage? No, I'm 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 good. Yeah. I should have said that in character. Now now it's like I actually now asked it's you. just just yeah, yeah. Now we gotta get HR on this. Uh, um, well. Okay. Somebody called Joe. All right. Well, we can call him next time. I, oh, that's it for yeah. my recap. How'd I do? That I think you are uh, so you, perfect. I think you covered most of it, honestly. So, yeah, uh, you got it. Yeah. All right. Good job. Gold star. Um, the erotica was really what I was after. I figured. Mm. I, my the the part that stood out to me most was eating shit as soon as <laughs> we entered the, the dome. It's I believe true. the actual word was eating ass, but whatever. Oh, is what Cam said eating ass, I but I like the sound of eating shit more. Personally. They're both there. Yeah, it's just a dialectic thing. Right. Um, yeah, New York versus ugh. Jersey. Ugh. Okay. Um, mental pictures banished, and let's uh, let's nice. take it away. So. Yes, you have completely destroyed one of your snowmobiles due to the um, 
difference in height uh, between the melt, the frozen world outside and the not-so-frozen time distortion that you find yourselves in. Um, just to reiterate, like the actual terrain itself is kind of like a rocky crater. Um, so you're actually higher than the midpoint right now. <clears throat> There's... Um, it's very kind of Icelandic, I would say, is the best way, because it's kind of got that, like, mossy carpet uh, rather than actual, like, grassy terrain. But you can see as you get lower and lower, like, as you look lower into the crater, you can actually see these kind of sickly-looking, almost, like, tentacly-looking pine trees. Like, they're, like, just these weird kind of twisty, spirally-looking trees. Um, and in the center you can see this large, imposing-looking city. Uh, just completely black. You can see there are spires and buildings kind of constructed within it that just kind of defy your contemporary under- or collectively contemporary understandings of architecture. Um, it's non-Euclidean, you could even say? Almost! I wouldn't go that far. It doesn't invoke madness upon sight, so uh, I would not go that far. Speak for yourself. It's 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 maddening to try and figure out, but I wouldn't say it invokes madness. So, uh, after completely destroying one of your snowmobiles and uh, Hoon fixing a uh, leaking pipe, you know, burst series of uh, mechanics within his own, uh, you guys. Took a bit of a short rest to recover from that um, that wipage. Your homunculus servant uh, is a pile, a smear of mercury on the ground. Uh, Ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Rest in peace, Daedra. Sorry about Daedra. There. They'll be back. So. Uh... Uh, they'll be back. There. Uh, this happens not frequently because Daedra's kind of a non-combatant, but it does happen. Speaking of which, uh, can I, as a ritual, burn the short list of uh, summoned back Ratson, since he got canned? <laughs> I mean, I do remember you spending the entire sled ride on the back of Ash's uh, snowmobile yeah, doing it. Was doing that. Yes, never mind. Um, we'll say that he was cradled, you know, expertly by her little hands. Um... You know, hey, through hey, most Ratson. of that fall, you absorbed most of that fall, and Ratson is otherwise okay. Good. Him is one HP. <laughs> Very precious to me. <laughs> yeah, Daedra would have hit the ground and exploded into mercury. Ratson just would have exploded. Yeah. I would have forgotten he existed. He would have taken that much damage. <laughs> oh my god. It went so over his HP cap, he would have been wiped from memory. Yeah, absolutely. It's just... just... Uh, psychic backlash. Um, I also, I do want to say, I could have used my two portent rolls that I rolled all the way in the first episode, that are, like, <laughs> all the way up in, you know, like, uh, rolls, but I chose not to for those two natural ones. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> two nat ones is amazing. I we need Yeah. To, absolutely. Like, I feel just, like we should have taken more damage for two nat ones. I, I think, let's not go that far. Let's just. I mean, <laughs> uh, let's see. In my home games, I usually treat um, like a nat one on a saving throw as if you like had the attacker had rolled a critical hit, basically. So like, you guys are kind of oh, made off lucky. Double damage. Yeah. Ah, so, well, I mean, DM. to be you fair, you also want. completely destroyed your your snowmobile. So 
The double damage went into the snowball. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what happened. Yeah. Well, no sense crying over spilled gears, right? We should just keep on moving towards this big black uh, city over there. Try to I find didn't a... like that pause. What? Big black what? city? Yeah. What? What's what's wrong with the BBC? Oh my! Oh, <laughs> oh my! Um, I knew we it found was it. there. I we knew it. it was there, and I didn't catch uh, it. Oh my! I I don't know what you're catching down there. Uh, I'm just you talking know, about the big black right. City. So you can just you know yeah. check out the BBC and go back and kiss Olympia on the cheeky. <laughs> I mean, oh. I don't uh, see what Olympia has anything to do with this. Uh, uh, all right, I'm uh, I'm I'm here just talking about a city, right? You all are making this dirty for some reason. So, DM, I have a very important question. Uh, these, these, <laughs> these trees that are extra curly, do, do they... What is do a they, BBC? Yes, yes. What is a BBC? Do they have leaves <laughs> on them, or, or are they, like, barren? No, they do have leaves, um, but they're more like... Um, well, if you want to actually get closer, I mean, from what you can see, you can see green from where you're currently standing, like... You could actually go up to and get closer to these trees and make an investigation. Yeah, yeah. Hoon, Hoon definitely does this. Hoon is a very curious fellow. Um, I will say that um, your snowmobile is probably not going to be the best choice of transportation upon non-snow. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely dismount. Definitely dismount. Yes. I mean, we got three super small people here. Do you guys think we can maybe convert this into, like, some sort of rock mobile? You know, just maybe something to, like, all-terrain type of mobile? I don't... Right. Okay. So this thing works with... It's got little plates on the bottom that carry it across the snow. For a rock mobile, we need to make tires mm. or treads. Okay. Right? All right. So, I, I'm i telling you as the mechanist, hey, I don't you know, think that's going to work. I'm, a, I'm the ideas guy, all right? I'm not the guy to put things into action, no. so you tell me. I get it. Right. I appreciate it. I love it. Unless we have someone on the team who has the raw physical strength to bend a flat piece of metal into a wheel. I don't think we're making this into a, yeah, a motorcycle. Yeah, I don't think Gretzen's packing that much heat on him, so. Hoon, what'd you see about those close, trees? But... Uh, so, Hoon rolled an 11, walking up to a tree. Um, What was that? Investigate nature? Investigate. I can't imagine botany being your strong suit, I would say. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Definitely not. They're covered in kind of somewhere in between a needle and a leaf. So it's somewhere kind of in between, like, a deciduous and a uh, coniferous tree. But that's about all you really get. So it's, like, more of, like, a broad, flat needle. Nice words. Um, But they're, like, almost, like, very sharply layered. So it doesn't extend far from the branch. Just at, like, at a certain point, it's a very thick trunk that then extends into these kind of curlies um, that are just completely covered in these green scales, basically. So it's... It's like a tree that has fur. Not, no. <laughs> no. A fur tree? Okay. Ugh, 
No. <laughs> no. Thank you so no. much. Now it's time to say goodnight, everybody. <laughs> Douglas That's Ferguson. it. There, there we, we go. go. There yeah. it was. The shortest episode yet. I was yet. wondering, if, it, if, I was wondering <laughs> if we should have done it on BBC, but... <laughs> no, I, I think that's a... No, that, that's, that's just the explicit tag, more than anything. <laughs> hey, you gotta earn it. All right, let's uh, let's just keep the journey going towards the city, then, if we have nothing to... Hey, 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 guys, um, yes? maybe... Maybe Watson, you might have an idea. Um, Ahun starts looking around for down in my uh, a whole bunch. You got an idea? A whole bunch of rocks. Yeah. Who, who, who's Watson there? Yeah. Who you talking to? Ratson? What are you? Yeah. Rats. Ratson. That's um, that's my rat. I think I think I know the guy you're talking about though. Uh, Watson copyright infringement, right? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Re- Q- renowned Q-cubed. sidekick. Q-cubed. Oh, you're talking about? Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, that's me. So, sorry. Yeah, no. I I think I think you have a good idea. Um, who's gonna look around for some like almost arrow tipped rocks? You can definitely spend some time looking for you know just some loosely arrow tipped mm-hmm. rocks. I mean, everything is you know kind of mossy. Um, but you know you can find some like a good handful. I'll say of some fairly pointy rocks. Mm-hmm. Interested to see where this is going. So please. So now, uh, Hoon is going to take out um, t- two of not. Excuse me. He's he's, he's he, uh, Hoon's going to take out his uh, Bowie knife that he's had on him this whole time, and oh my gosh, that's a knife! Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, no, it's I, I use it for a lot of different things, um, and then uh, Hoon starts cutting um, <clears throat> the what's it called. A, a tree down? Um, okay. Give me a strength check. You gonna cut that down with a knife? Yeah, you know, it's just just a little bit. That's only, uh... I, you uh, might as well start eating it, too, while you're at it, then. That's, that's, a, that's a six. Yeah, you <laughs> just kind of sit there and, like, you're working with your knife. I know it's kind of got at least, like, kind of jaggedy end on the other side, but, like, mm-hmm. you keep going, and it just gets to a point where, like, you wedge your knife into it, and it's not moving back or forth anymore. Um, that's just... That's not good for that hmm. blade at all. And then uh, after after that point, now that we've we've loosened it up, uh, we're we're going to. <laughs> you, you loosened up the the handle of the knife. So we will down the tree a little bit. So now we're going we're going to cast firebolt. Uh, it's a cantrip. Oh, and uh, just going to burn it down. We're not going to burn it down. We're going to you know since we have a a controlled slit, we're going to you know continue to uh, cast firebolt on the slit to the point where it's like charcoaling the tree in this area. You're going to warm up the slit by the BBC? Yeah. Good exactly God, will you stop that? <laughs> <laughs> that was so cursed. I was waiting for it, but I was really hoping people wouldn't go grabbing that low-hanging fruit. Come cruise. on. I, I'll show you low-hanging. Okay. Alright, that's, that's it for me. That's it. Don't worry. I just want to see what's happening here. So, yeah, so, okay. Um, I mean... It's a pretty easy target, so like I'm not necessarily gonna make you roll for her this cantrip. Okay. <laughs> so so DM effectively what I what I have now is uh what is it? It's um like a charcoal area. Yes, I mean I will say these trees are maybe like at least up at this elevation, like they're about like eight inches in diameter. They're not especially thick trees. Okay, and then um, next up, I'm going to take the rocks that I found, and I'm going to ritual cast catapult to effectively knock the tree down. 
because the charcoal area should just shatter at this point. So folks want to sit there for 10 minutes and watch him cast Ritual Cast Catapult? <laughs> ritual Cast Catapult to throw a single <laughs> rock. <laughs> Can you even Ritual Cast Catapult? <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think you it's can. Not a, it's not a ritual. You could just cast it. You could it. just throw the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then it doesn't have the magic behind it. So, you know, it won't be as strong. So it's not believable. <laughs> mm, not believable. <laughs> like, I see. Ahun, that, that is the like, issue here. Ahun, like, I get it. You're smart. What you're trying to do here is you're trying to knock down a tree. You see that charcoal area you've created? That's... No more than like an inch in diameter circle. Mm. You hit the tree with a single firebolt. You've created like a single, like small, like dunk tank target on that tree. Well, isn't the, isn't is isn't the tree like like eight eight inches around? What are you? Are you just trying to cut down a tree? So so basically, all right. Hold on. What is happening? Hold on. Here? So yeah yeah. All right. Story time. What are you gonna right? do when you? Okay, story yeah, time. Let's, let's hear the story here. Tell us the right. story. No, let's. Right. I want to hear him out. Let's hear who now. Right. So originally, you know, I was thinking, hmm, wood's kind of workable and bendable. Right. So yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, um, I, I was gonna, I was gonna cut down a tree and then embed the, the, you know, the, the jagged rocks into the, the, the tree branch and then like bend it around to make a wheel. And then I was gonna strap it so to the side of the, the sled and elevate the sled. What happens part. when the stick breaks? Like, what happens when the branch breaks from snapping it? Well, well, you know, you know, we, so, we'll, we'll figure it out when we so, get there. So your plan it, it can work, you know. Who? <laughs> yeah. I got a question to ask you. Do, do you have trees where you come from? Like, are there still trees? I think you've mentioned it's mainly metal, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's. Do you there's have like you ever seen tree. a tree? Yeah, there's like one tree in, this, a, in a museum. You've, you've had one tree in a museum. Yeah, yeah. that's that's your only. Alright, listen, Hoon, I love to talk here all day with you, but there is a world ending over there, so we should probably get on it and forget about this tree. I'm so glad you had your little experiment. Tell you what, let's save the, the whole realm, and you can come back and you take a tree to go, because we have a whole big tree that we live on. You know, we could always just take some of that. And experiment with that. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, it's, it's a good idea. So, you know, I, I got to try it out. Right. No, it's not. No, it's your plan. Oh. I, I have to be real. Your plan was either, one, to bend a log into a wheel, or two, to take a pliable branch, one that is easy enough to bend with your bare hands and make a wheel capable of sustaining the weight of three full well, people. Well, you know, it's trial and, and error. against and, rocks, and, and right? You figure it out. Maybe. Yeah, trial and I don't think we have time for trial. Alright, alright, you know what? Fine. Let's let's just go. It was a bad idea. I admit it. So I admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Ash is uh, now wasted. <sighs> like I want like hold on. I'm going to enroll the inaugural <laughs> roll on these dice. Oh yes, let's see. What roll how long it took. You wasted about ten minutes on this. <laughs> oh lovely. Lovely, um, lovely. About right. eight of that was waiting for Huna to figure out they can't cast catapult as a ritual. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like you sit there, you start like drawing out the circle, you start like laying out all the formula, and you sit there you and know, stare I and think, go. Uh, <gasps> during that time, I know I was interacting a little bit with Huna, but since it was ten minutes, could I ritually cast detect magic as we're walking through and and just have detect magic act active? Yes, yes, you may. 
so you have ritually cast detect magic like nothing in the immediate area like you're definitely getting like major magic juju vibes off of the wall of this dome but you're also getting like i mean the range that you can detect things is what 60 feet if i remember correctly uh yeah let me just check for you it is 30 feet it's only 30 feet so like nothing really within 30 feet like you're getting some uh, like very minor ping off of the snowmobile um that hoon is fruitlessly trying to convert into an atv um but like well he learned that he couldn't and that's that's just as valuable as learning that you can you, you know that's it's very true very poetic but you was, you did waste a good chunk of time um yeah yeah i know i mean we wasted a whole hour just from sitting on our asses from you know, yeah uh, crashing in here so i at this point it's kind of like just time in the wind whatever let's as long as there's no magic going on i think i'm kind of just hands in my pockets just like looking around trying to get a scope of things so you're making your way down the crater now i'm guessing i believe so anyone else say uh yes or no i'm I'm definitely following yeah i i'm i'm going to agree that yes uh ash is definitely headed down bone is not uh i think bone inspired by hoon's performance is like running along the tree line like parallel to us attacking every tree they come across and then like until we walk ahead and then running past us a little bit to go to another tree and starting to like ravage it to the side for seemingly no reason. Ash, I, I do have to tell you that Bone is probably the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Bone is absolutely adorable. I agree. So, as previously mentioned, like sound and air, like the air just kind of feels stuffy in a weird way. It's a little humid. It's warmer, definitely, than outside. It's still. Rather than being, like, negative two, it's now a nice balmy 34, Ooh. but... Ooh. Ah, alright. It's above freezing. Like the idea of a um, muggy 34 degrees. Yeah, it's not pleasant. <laughs> but, um... I like it more than a negative two. A dry negative two. Yeah, no, I'd rather take a muggy 34. Um, <laughs> But, um, you're making your way down... Like, you're noticing more and more sound is weird. Like, because it, like, seems to kind of, like, go out just a little bit, and then almost, like, it's trying to travel underwater. Like, the sound just doesn't seem to carry. Like, it's almost like it's, there's pressure just kind of buffeting down, you know, from the inside of this dome. Like, it doesn't impact you necessarily. Like, you know, your ears pop a few times, but, like, sound just kind of feels flat as you try to talk to one another. And as you're moving, like, there's no wind or breeze like the air is just very stale and um like as you're walking through kind of seeing the kind of faintly luminous brassy reflected sky above you through the branches of these really twisty tensely looking trees is a bit unnerving because like there's points where it's like did that move no but did it no it couldn't no hoon starts to shiver as you start making your way further down the crater the trees do start getting thicker more robust um they start going more more kind of tenderly um you can see that there's some small red fruits kind of hanging off of each of these little branches um roughly berry sized oh i want to eat one so bad 
Are you going to? Hey, Ratsin, you hungry? <laughs> what are you, uh, you want to have oh. some fruit or whatever oh. the hell this is? This could turn you into an alien, Ratsin, so, you know, oh. just be careful. And I, like, just pick a berry and I hold it in front of Ratsin. I'm not going to make him eat it. I'm going to say, Ratsin, here's what's going to happen. You can either eat this and you might vanish and die, but, like, come back later. Or you're going to eat this and you're going to be the craziest, coolest rat I've ever met. What are you going to do? And then I, I just look down at him. He looks back up at me. And he just immediately starts eating it. He gets maybe like, I mean, he's a rat, so he's used to eating, you know, trash. So like... Yeah, yeah. I'd say he has resistance against trash. He's used to eating old espresso pods. <laughs> yeah. That's abs- That's exactly his diet. Hundred percent. Poor rat. <laughs> oh, sorry. We don't have too much food in the tree. You have enough. Anyway, I eat bark <laughs> <laughs> salads. Bark salad all day, every day. Mm, yum. Fiber keeps you regular. Uh, so <laughs> like the smell. The second rats nibbles into it, that smell punches you in the nose. Oh, it is. Like, a durian on steroids. Oh. Like, it smells like hot garbage and wet cheese. Um. Oh. As you just, oh, it's putrid. Yeah, as it just kind of, like, leaks this, like, very, like, viscous oh. goop. Oh, what is that? Ratson, you're so fucking cool, but you just, just get rid of it. I guess the rat shrugs and just over the shoulder. <laughs> is Ratson okay? Ratson, um... You know, is you now... me to roll? Uh, no, Ratson's actually okay. Oh. Um, Alright, buddy. I just bumped him. That was awesome. I think smelling how pungent these berries are and realizing they're not pungent unless punctured, I think Ash is going to scoop a couple, like, handfuls of them and, like, put them into his pockets. I, I think these, I genuinely, like... In character, I think these could actually be useful later. Gonna make a smoke bomb out of like stinks. <laughs> these garbage berries. Also gets a couple <laughs> garbage berries. <laughs> I mean, look, I can't think of a better resource to start with for a stink bomb. If a you want to, if you want to make something to keep people out of somewhere, a bad stench does it. Yeah, that's fair. Unless I can't smell. Well, yeah, that's fair. But for people yeah. who can, yeah, it's most people, I suppose. Alright, well, more information. There you go. See, lads, we're just learning. Learning every step of the way. You can't make all-terrain vehicles out of branches, and these <laughs> berries smell like absolute shit. Shit <laughs> is actually, like, a step up. I wish they smelled like shit. Never mind, I correct myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, so, uh, DM, Hoon is also going to collect some. How many can Hoon collect? I mean, how big are your pockets? And how many well, do you want you to know, grab? Realistically sized, so maybe like three. That's about fair. Yes. How many? How big is your pocket? Realistic. Yeah. So about three. Three. <laughs> three berries. You get. You, what pants have you been like, wearing? They're more like, like that. You wear. You can carry three blueberries in one pocket. Well, remember, my hourglass figure protrudes everything else. So you know. It's you know what? That's a fair point. <laughs> I hadn't considered that. <laughs> Yeah, if he puts any more berries into that pocket, it's just going to ruin the figure. It's just not going to look as tight. It, he needs to look tight. You know, you're completely right. Like, yeah. <laughs> there, I will say there, I'm, 
for size comparison, they're roughly the size of a grape. Oh, like okay. yeah, yeah. So I would say you can fit three of them without messing up the figure. <laughs> <laughs> of course, top right. Without messing up your hourglass figure, yes. Whew. Thank goodness, priority straight there. Yeah, roll for aesthetics. Um, <laughs> uh, make an aesthetic saving throw. Uh, uh, that would be a if raw fourteen. The hourglass figure, they lose four charisma score. Oh my god! I'm sorry. What was that? Uh, what was that aesthetic save there, Hone? Uh, that was a raw fourteen. Oh yeah, I mean, like it's starting to look a little lopsided. Oh, get rid of it. Anyway, get rid of it. Um, <laughs> the tree line kind of opens up into a very flat field, almost, and you can tell it's you know there's these perfectly polished, like rectangularly cut black walls like maybe three feet high or so extending out like radiant like a the spokes of a wheel around the city kind of like edging in these patches of at initial glance almost looks like farming fields that have gone fallow it's muddy um you don't see any plants growing but you can see that there were definitely um at least tilled rows within this, but you are now much closer to that city. Hmm. Uh, the, the 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 fields are, look look kind of soft. Um. Let me. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see what's going on with them. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the soil. Are you a? Are you an herbalist? Hey, just been no. no I'm really I'm just curious. With, oh, you've never seen grass either. Uh, yeah. Please look at the grass. Touch some grass. Sweet. Well, no, I, I've I've seen grass. Oh, it's just God. you know I haven't seen you know uh, like dirt that is wet. That's mud. Hoon, the the grass that you've seen did it happen to be in like a sport arena where like it was carefully maintained and had painted lines across yeah. it? Because I got news for you. Well, no, no. You see, th- there was there was that, place. but then there was also you know next to the train the museum there was also like a little patch of grass. Around it, just the nature exhibit. Yeah, yes, yes. So you know that we That's... could we could see what what um, Earth was it used to exist. Oh my! Hearing gosh. about this makes me sad. What do you want to do with the mud? This makes me sad too. Wait, please touch this grass for God's sake. Like you scoop, see, uh, scoop some mud. Put it on your face. Who who definitely does this? But in like a you know <laughs> time, time to get ready. Uh, for, format like where you know you see like two two lines go across their cheeks <laughs> on their face. Oh, that's amazing! And uh, it's almost Rambo esque. And he uh, he feels he feels liberated. You feel good now, bud. Dirt, wet dirt. This is weird. Oh my god, we may have just inspired him to take a multi class into ranger <laughs> or druid. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, as you're kind of like squishing around in the the wet dirt that definitely <laughs> doesn't have another name that you could use, but um, think you We're like children. It's definitely like it's. It seems. I mean, not that you'd have a good metric. You, you're like mucking around in it, going like, "Yeah, plants grow in this," <laughs> and like, yeah, you do your like. Ram- you've seen it done in the movies. You do your Rambo face paint under the eyes with it, and like, yeah. It's it's like a little cold. It's definitely a little sticky for a minute. Um, it's actually very cold compared, you know, that it's a a balmy thirty four. 
Um, yeah, you got you got mud um, on your face. Good for you. Da, da, big da, da, disgrace. Da, da, da. <laughs> Adventure complete. You hmm. fixed everything. Um, so so, Ashen Ashen hmm. Q Cube. There is there is something you know that I believe is very important here that I've discovered, and that there's no magic in this soil. I I like me having to touch magic active. Look at Hoon for a moment, and look down at the soil. <laughs> I'm so glad you figured that out, Ross. Thank you so much, Hoon. Thank you. We really need to make sure that this was non-magical soil. Uh, do you have any ideas as to what exactly this might be happening here? Because I've got a few running theories here, so I just want to throw them out as we're walking. Because uh, I think we should continue. We shouldn't just stick around in the mud. Don't want to be a stick in the mud. Oh y- yes, yeah. Let's 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 move on. All right. So I'm thinking, right? Bear with me. I have a little bit of uh, background with uh, creatures of parasitic intent, so to speak. Uh, as I say this, I have like a quick twitch in my neck, a little a little wiggle Ooh. wiggle in your brainstem. Um, I have a background with creatures who may want to share. Maybe roommates with your skull. So, uh, <laughs> in the event of having a skull mate, you know, most oh. people are not as um, lucky as to survive it. I should come clean and tell you two that I personally have a skull mate in my skull. Um, call them Z. They're called Mind Flayers, where I'm from. I've been kind of picking up some tips and taps as we've been going about our, our, you know, little investigation and the creatures here seem to have some sort of connection to those type of creatures. So I just want to give you all a heads up that whatever's happening here, just be on your guard for any types of illusions, any types of uh, uh, mind alterations and the like. We're all very rational people, so I don't expect anything to be too off the radar for us, but if there's anyone like Z up here, they're going to be after the more um, intelligent of us to begin with. So just be on the lookout. Uh, I think that they're trying to take over this world by bringing their world here is kind of my running theory, but, you know, open to see what comes our way. Anyways, uh, any questions about Z or me or or anything going on? No? Good. Let's just keep walking. As you Uh, say that, you trip over something. Um, oh. <laughs> um, not like with a little bit of like hilarity, you stumble. Um, I mean, I, oh, 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 oh. give me a give me a quick little deck start to see how bad of a spill. A deck save? Yeah. Uh, is it twelve? Like you don't fully wind up on your face, but you do like lose a little bit of balance and at least wind up on your knees. Like you kind of oh, like right. Well, now my knees are muddy. Yeah. Um. But uh. Be glad you didn't hit a nat one and like roll both your ankles. Ah, oh, jeez, I can't uh, walk. If Tom told me I roll both my ankles. I would use that point and roll. I, I would not allow it. <laughs> I would not allow it at that point. So, I mean, otherwise you're unharmed, but like, it's just kind of like everything has just kind of been these like you know ill-kept fields for a while, and then suddenly tripping over something felt a little peculiar. I'll just look down, see what I tripped on. You see. At least what looks at first glance kind of like a very smooth, kind of round rock. All right. I take out my magnifying glass. 
a rock, eh? And I get really close to the rock and I look at it. And you can see that there's definitely some more curvature underneath that layer of dirt. Are you saying that the, the rock goes underneath the dirt? Yes. Hey, hey, Q-Cube, what are you looking at? I just, uh, just found a rock on the ground here. Uh, my feet found it first, but now I'm looking at it. Oh, are you just as curious as I am about the dirt? About this rock? Uh, more about this rock in particular, as it seems to go underneath the ground. I kind of like, uh, since I'm already muddy, uh, whatever. I just kind of like dig around the rock, try to like just spread the dirt around it, see how far or how big it gets. As you remember all that talk about how we're intelligent people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we're curious. That that thought had occurred to me, but um, yeah, I think if an intellect devourer shows up, I think you're all safe. <laughs> But, um, as you're kind of smudging the dirt around, it becomes immediately apparent that this is a skull. Ah. Alright. Just pick the skull up. Alright, this is a dead person. Um, it's definitely humanoid. Um, fairly angular. Um, if you'd like, you can do a medicine check to try and identify. Uh, Ratson, help me identify the body, just like old times friend. And <laughs> I'll have... I think, did, did we say that Ratson has proficiency in medicine? Yes. <laughs> yes. Alright, cool. Great. Uh, so I'll just roll a flat d20 with his plus three, which is only going to be a nine. Yep, not sure much about this one. Yeah, you just got squeaky squeak squeak squeak. Right. Yeah, see, <laughs> see, I'm sure Ratson knows exactly what kind of skull this is, how long it's been dead, all that. I don't speak rat, so I actually don't know if he. Who knows? <laughs> anyone, uh, anyone else good with medicine? Because I'm not the best, the brightest. That's why I got him. I, I mean, uh, I could, I could give it a shot. Let, let me, let me go ahead and take, take a look at it. Can all you? right, hey, catch. I just toss hey, it up. Oh, 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 oh! I, I caught it. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> um. While he's looking at that, can I look back down the ground and see if the rest of the body is there? Or if this was just a head. Um. Yes, but uh, who and what's the uh, what's the results? Uh well, if 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 we're talking about medicine, that's a six. Gosh. That's what I rolled. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a there's a you know most of a body down there. Yeah, you know, as you kind of scoot it around, like it's laying face down, prone, like facing towards. I will say like towards the um walls of the city. Uh, DM, is there is it just bones or is it like with some clothing? It's bone, like you can, like as you're kind of like scooting around, you can find like mostly molded and rotten, like remnants of some like very rudimentary clothing. Um, and like as you're kind of scooting and looking around, um, like you actually start to notice that there are suddenly way more skeletons than you thought. Because yeah, it looks originally you know, as you were approaching, like it just kind of looked like the fields got like more and more like kind of muddy and chaotic as it got closer to the walls. But as you get closer, you can actually see most of those like, you know, oh maybe it's just a lot of like stones and stuff that got got tilled up. But now you're like, oh no, those are that's a lot of bodies, a lot of partially buried, mud covered skeletal remains. Do the clothes match the clothes of uh, the exploration team? No. Like, these are very roughshod. Like, what you what clothes are left are very roughshod 
um, mm. like borderline burlap. Um, they seemed way more utilitarian than anything. Like you can also see like some rusted out, corroded um, farming implements as you you know continue to kind of poke and prod around. All right, this is uh, ain't this a good old fashioned mystery? But you, even with your less than stellar save, um, don't see any signs of specific head trauma to the skull. Like, it doesn't seem like things got maybe punched or pulled, or doesn't seem like things got possibly exploded outward from below. Like, they don't seem like, you know, there was possibly one the, more than one tenant living in the in the skull. Right. <laughs> no skullmates. Right. Gotcha. No illegal subletting. Uh, lucky bastard. Mine doesn't pay rent. <laughs> Alright. Ah. Alright, so we know that farmers from some different time, I suppose, some different place, are here. Um, so I'm just curious now. I wonder if the city... I mean, when, what did they say fell down again? Ash, do you remember? Like, the original report of, like, what was supposed to be here, not just the bubble, right? There was, like... It was ruins. It was ruins. Um, it, it, it was a tower. They found the upper floor of a tower by chance. Somebody stumbled upon it, and they found that it led down into an entire city. And then that's when the bubble kind of... I believe so, yes. So if my timeline's right here, then this is... Very old. Are we like at this point? We've been walking for a while. Oh yeah, you're like basic. You're more or less at the very bottom of that crater. Like you are now like a stone's throw from like the outer walls of the city, which are a good sixty, eighty feet tall. Um, and as you get closer, like you can see that they are made of like that same like unblemished black, like polished stone. All right. I think uh, here on out we take things slow. We sneak as best we can and keep our eyes peeled because it's definitely at the point where we're going to probably encounter some type of, I don't know, life of some sorts. I mean, I, you're really enjoying that motor there. You're right. Well, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to think about things and and I had an idea, but then I was like, no, no, that doesn't make any sense. And yeah. Hoon, you, we're, we're good. Hoon, give me a very, very quick kind of low impact intelligence check. Just straight up and down sure. intelligence. Just a quick one, though. Just as quick as you can. Yeah. Quickest. Lickety split. Lowest impact. I'm taking off my PI jacket that I've had all this time. That's a 19. Uh, the sudden dawning realization that some of that mud that you smeared on your face may very well have decomposed person in it suddenly strikes you. Oh, 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 um, 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 wipes it off his face. Um, oh, oh my gosh, you just mixed it all over your face like that. Um, Why are you, um, you just covering yourself now? Um, uh, yeah, it's like all I'm, over you. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. I am okay. I'm okay. What are you freaking out? Every living being survives off of the death of other things. Where did that you, come that's, from? You just picked that I, up. What? You're fine. Like you're you're fine. Yeah, yes, you're fine. I said just, I said I'm okay. I am okay. I'm okay. Yes. Now, we need to we need to first 
figure out a way in. Because it's it's these massive walls and there's no clear entry point, yes? Uh correct. But you know, again, you're only approaching it's a rounded city. Like you can see it like spreading off in both directions and curving around away from you. So for now, there we don't have any water to wash your face off. So let's focus on finding a way in here. Uh, I would like to look down and see if there's any type of like footprints nearby that may lead us in the direction that we should be going to find the entrance. Okay, make a perception. Fuck you and your investigation. Ah, god damn it. That's a ten. Shucks. You don't see... No. <laughs> no. I don't see anything. Alright, uh, well... It's just fallow mud. Left or right, folks? Um, left? Alright, let's go left and... Yep. May as well, before we go, uh, Ash is going to reach around his back, grab an arrow from the quiver, and stick it in the side of the wall. So if we walk all the way around, we have a way to know that we did so. Give me a strength check. <laughs> Whole roll just falls down. Uh, raw strength, that's going to be a total of 16. You sit there for a second. Like, you think at first, like, oh, maybe I'll just, like, stick this in the crack. And you're looking, and there are no cracks. Like, it's just smooth, polished, black, like, almost basalt-like stone. And, like, you go to shove your arrow into the wall, and it just kind of, at first. And then you just, like, try it again, and at least manage to make a marking. A marking's not enough. I'm just gonna, like, throw the arrow into the dirt right where the dirt meets the wall, so that it kind of juts out at an angle. Like, we need something a bit more visual than just the mark. But, you know, as you're, you know, now kind of looking at the marking, going, God damn it!" like, you actually see, like, it's not completely unbroken black. Like, you can almost see, like, very faint, like, traces of, like, a wispy gray, like, within that material. Almost, like, veiny. Like, almost, like, this thin, uh. like, like veins of, like, that wispy gray kind of, like, very faintly, but very tightly just compacted within this black material. I don't want to touch these walls anymore. Uh, let, let, let's go. Uh, Ash, what, what, what'd, you, what'd you find out? Um, I don't, I didn't notice it when we first got here. These walls are completely smooth, which in and of itself is unnatural. Um, but something about the stone... I can't say that it's weird that it has veins, because most, most stone does. You know, that's kind of how it works. But something about this these walls strikes me as I don't I don't feel I don't want to interact with the structures here any more than I have to. So uh, I'm just going to toss the arrow into the dirt. You you don't suppose it's the the same material that um, me and Q saw in the research tent, do you? Uh, I would assume it is, probably. It looks very, very similar to that material, yes. That's a good connection there, huh? Uh, you know, I, I gotta use my brain sometimes. It's just, I, I can't, yeah, we I can't all, just we be learning turns. about dirt every once in a while, you know? Hmm. Alright, let's go left, see if there's an entrance. Keep the arrow there. Small thinking there, Ash. So, as you make your way, you know, along to the left along the wall it actually doesn't take especially long you're only walking for maybe two or three minutes before you can actually see it like protruding out from the edge of the wall what looks like a large kind of tunnel structure like protruding out 
from the wall. Um, and, um, like, you can also see all kinds of ornamentation just kind of around it. Like, looking at it in profile, it almost looks like the mouth of, like, if you're looking at, like, the head of an eel in profile. Like, you can see, like, very sculptural details carved into this black material with, you know, very distinct, um, like, markings for what could be, like, a row of eyes, you know, reaching, you know, from the very front of that opening, like, straight back, um, you know, what look like lines that could be gills, um, you can see, even just from this distance, we're even kind of get up onto it, just looking at it from... Like, what look like almost, like, teeth? Kind of protruding both top and bottom. And protruding from what would best guess be the forehead is, like, almost like an anglerfish lantern that's flickering barely. Um, so keeping a good, like, safe 30-foot distance, Hoon is trying to squint their eyes and attempt to see if it's the same markings that he saw on the side of that object in the research tent. Um, from 30 feet away, I'm going to say no. This is... Look, I know that we're all curious folk from, you know, not from around here. But what the hell were those people thinking, right? Like, what? These researchers that were going in here, they, they thought this was alright? They thought this was like, oh, just another another building for us, another piece of ruins for us to discover. The hell is this? It's creepy as hell! I mean... It- this is true. They didn't call in, like, the army? I've seen, like, plenty of structures based around animals in design. This That's is fair. wild, but maybe not where it came from, if indeed it's not from here. You also vaguely remember them mentioning that they found, like Ash had mentioned before, they entered through the top floor of a tower that was protruding from the ice. Like, now that you're looking back, like, you are deep down into this crater. You are well below ice level. So, like, All they right, wouldn't have necessarily this. seen this upon approach. Uh. Alright, well, I think that our best bet is to try to find... I would assume if the top of the tower is where they came in, we need to get to the tallest tower that there is here. And get to the base of it, or underneath it, because that's probably where the bubble's expanding from, right? It would only make sense that if the bubble was to increase in size, it'd start from the epicenter being wherever they came in, right? I I don't know that I necessarily agree with that, but it seems most plausible that the epicenter is somewhere inside these walls, at the very least. That, I think, is... I think that's just automatically this got the truth, yeah. right? I don't think there's any. And else I think, I think going finding that tower is a good place to start. Yeah, I think that's the best move. All right, let's uh, uh let's get in these this mouth here. All right, watch yeah, that teeth. Who, that's, who, want, oh, who wants to I think go that first? One a, that one has a cavity over there. This is a fine idea of biomimicry. Well, yeah, you know most most good humanoid creations are based off of what nature already does. Yeah, never thought of it that way. Your um, your detect magic, you know, just kind of pings a little bit at the the lamp hanging from yeah. the forehead. Just a very basic light, you know, very very low level evocation, but like nothing 
Evocation. Interesting. If I remember correctly, I believe the light cantrip is of the evocation school. Is it? Ah. So. You never knew. It could be conjuration. Don't at me. Um. It's it's the light cantrip. It's got to be transmutation. And darkness to light. Necromancy. Abjuration. <laughs> uh, but yes, like you're getting more like just very subtle pings from that light. Gotcha. All right. Uh, well, I'll go in first. If everyone's scared, I'm just gonna sneak in now. If that's alright with a lot of you. Sure, yeah. All I'm right. not. I'm not the most sneaky person. Check this out. I get the mud on uh, my knees and I put it on my face. See who Wait, now. Wait, you should. What? Uh, I mean, I, oh, okay. It's alright. I've had dead people on me so many times to draw my line of work. It's all. Oh, good. so so you knew? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, I've seen people that I love get killed in front of me all the time. It's terrible. It's just awful. I have slept underneath a dead body. Yeah. I've, it happens. I've had to fall asleep in a catacomb, so, like, surrounded by him. Uh, I'll tell you about that later. And I get down in, like, a squatting position, which is only, like, half an inch smaller than I already was. <laughs> all right. Now that I'm closer to the ground, this should be easier. Yep, so you and hit uh, L3 through. and uh, give me that self-roll. <laughs> As a seventeen, so, um, you creep through, and it's it's unnerving, definitely moving through the uh, the haunting glottis of this uh, opening. You know the the teeth kind of extend along the like the sides of it, but kind of keep it open towards the front, so you're not like trying to step over. Um, and the teeth more extend forward more than they extend down, so like you're not entirely sure the mechanisms um but you creep through and as you're creeping through you can see it's almost like realistically carved like you can see like almost like the the individual vertebrae along the ceiling the tunnels may be 15 feet long before you kind of pop out into the opening of the the this entrance point to the city which at first glance just looks kind of like a courtyard with uh these little domes like small like maybe eight foot almost semi like almost perfectly spherical domes each with like a like a cutout in the front like a doorway you know there's a couple rows of tables everything is made out of that smooth shiny black stone like even the roadway like there's clearly like demarcated roadways like laid out in like perfect layers of geometry are there any vehicles you don't see any like everything just feels like uh-huh. it's like everything feels weirdly organic. Like you can actually see at like every maybe ten feet or so there are these nodes. You know, they almost look like a barnacle that have like these almost like series of like interwoven tenderly protrusions sticking up that end in that same kind of flickery light on the top. Like mm-hmm. almost like street lamps. Um Gotcha. And but, like, it almost feels like you walked into not necessarily a comfortable residential area, but definitely, like, it almost looks like you walked into kind of, like, a park. Or at least, like, a like a courtyard. Gotcha. Alright, then I take out a little, like, wire and speak into it and say, Alright, this is, uh, Q-Cubed calling back to, uh, Mudface. <laughs> Mudface, do you copy? 
How dare you call a message? I was gonna say uh, that that sounds like a derogatory term towards uh, bugbears or hobgoblins. Oh, sorry about that to all the bugbears out there. I'll take it back. Um, grass toucher. This is this is QQ. <laughs> oh 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 oh. He- 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 hello. Uh, just just letting you know, it looks safe so far. Come on through. I'm in oh. the courtyard. Oh oh okay all right um yeah. Uh, Ash, Ash, follow, follow me. Q, Q just messaged to me that that we're 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 good to go. We can go through. It's safe. Okay. Yeah. I, sure. Mm-hmm. Walk through. And yeah, you. I'm not going to describe it again, but you make your way yeah. <laughs> through and see everything that Q just saw. Um, like it feels like weirdly domestic. But you can also see, like, that these, like, near-perfect rows of these, like, dome-like structures kind of extend almost, like, the full way. You can see, like, now the inner curve of that wall. You can see, like, these dome structures are placed, like, in perfect formation along the perimeter of that outer wall. Um, with slightly larger buildings kind of, you know, mounting up as you get, you know, look closer towards the center. The geometry of these buildings appear to be slightly perfect. Uh, I might have to. I might have to investigate this further. Maybe it's used in some kind of energy transfer situation. I'm. Hmm. While you're thinking about that, uh, I'm just going to be thinking about the fact that you said slightly perfect because I'm. I feel like that. Does that mean something different for you? Well, well, yes. You know, it, it, there's always a, a a marginal degree of error about the point zero 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 one of a uh, I believe mil- millimeter. Um, and then on top of that, you know, you need to account for anything that might be outside of that. And yeah, no, it's there's there's a lot to go to go into it when you're constructing uh hyperdimensional travel and or uh you know other things of that nature. So you know, it, it, there's a lot there's a lot to think about. All did, right. did I lose you? No, I I I've been here the whole time. Um, I don't think I was ever found to be lost to begin with, so I think we're good. We'll just take it. You could just have have your millimeters and, and whatnot. I'm just gonna keep my eyes yeah. level. Uh, Ash, maybe we should just, like, look at everything else while he's staring up at the architecture. Yeah, I'm gonna go into one of these domes. I'll be right behind you. Um, so Ash, uh, how are you approaching these domes? Well, on my feet. <laughs> you fucking smartass. Asked and answered. All right. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get us killed like that. Yeah. What's the opposite of inspiration? Uh, <laughs> roll it with disadvantage. Hey, what? That <laughs> was a thing that off. I've been. I was challenged to do a while back. Is I would play in games, and every time I made shitty jokes, people would be like, "You get reverse inspiration." I'm gonna. I get to force you to roll with disadvantage if and when I so choose. <laughs> wow. So this is a running theme. Yeah. Great for you. Um, there's no door on these buildings. Like you can see the just the opening, you know, is like a like semicircular cutout. Like is into... it tall enough for me to walk into like standing straight up? Yes. A- about like Ash is about six six and a half feet tall. Uh, between that range, what so is like, like in relation to his height? What is so the size like, of the doorway? The interior the highest point of the interior is about eight feet tall mm-hmm. so like if you're standing in like the dead center you'd probably be able to reach up and touch it and but how like, how like they're, they're little domes so about what diameter is it 
like a, just a couple of feet. So it's it's like straight up like it's eight feet, uh, eight foot radius. Spherical mm. okay. dome. So yeah, about sixteen feet at the widest. Jesus. Sixteen feet at the widest, and you can see that there's what look like beds. Um, like they appear to be carved, or they're fairly rotted. You know, given that they're very very old, just looking at it, um, like you can see like two two sets of like um of these like rotted beds um with a singular table in the middle with these you know the a stone table in the middle um each has as you're looking like a dip like a well in it and like a singular like one of those like really organic looking illuminated nodes hanging from the ceiling like a chandelier that so wait, know, tries it, to is flicker it the table away. that has the the dip in it, or is it the the cup? table has the dip? Okay. Yes, almost like it almost has like a well built into it. That's a dip table. If I've ever seen one. Well, it looks like it really is just a residence. Um, Ash is just gonna walk right back out and walk into another one. Is it the exact same site? Identical. Out into a third. Identical. Ash repeats this until he's been inside about eight of the domes. Uh, I assume they're all exactly the same. All exactly the same. Like, you don't see really, like, there's, like, a few instances where it looks like there were, like, maybe some personal effects, you know, some, like, attempt at decor, you know, tried to be made. But, like, they're so old and rotted, it's almost impossible to tell what they were. But, like, otherwise, like, they're identical layouts. So is the furniture made of the same substance as everything else? The the table in the middle is. Everything else appears to be like, you know, the chairs or what's left of them and much like what's left of the beds themselves appear to be carved out of wood. So, all right. I don't know what this material that the, the everything stone is made out of, but there is something we can learn from the way this is set up. Right. And the, like speaking from experience as a soldier, this is like this is in what it, what's the term? I don't want to say ergonomic, but not like e- economic isn't exactly right either. Efficient sleeping area, kind of absolute minimalist working with tight space. This, this feels like yeah. it was crammed all in here to make sure that everything fit inside the walls. And then if Even... you pair. Sorry if... to interrupt. Go ahead. No, it's all right. But then if you pair that with the presence of the farms outside, this kind of builds Mm -hmm. a scene of some people really trying to survive against something outside coming in, is what this feels a lot like. Maybe. Yeah, I can see it like that. I don't even know if it has anything to do with defense, necessarily. It may just be like how these people were. Like, they could just... Their ideology may have been that of utilitarian to the highest degree. Maybe something about... the, The thing that I noticed was that this material seems to be able to... I Like, why would they use wood for their chairs, but then for the table make it out of the same material, right? Like, what is the... I know it's, like, a very small detail, but anything that's inorganic seems to be something that perhaps is used for it, if that makes sense, right? Like, it... I think it... It may be just as simple as a wooden chair is more comfortable, but it is something. You guys see Hoon's head pop out front like a groundhog out of a hole, except sideways in the doorway. You, you guys, uh, what, what, what'd you guys find in these huts? The exact same thing over and over again. 
uniform sleeping areas. What are your passive investigations? Uh, 21. Passive investigation 13. Perception of 13. Um, Quincy, you actually notice, like, kind of as you're, like, walking by, like, it wouldn't have really registered anything, but, like, there doesn't appear to be any of that same writing, like, the one, like, you found in the relic, in the, um, research tent. But what you do see is some form of writing, like, out of the corner of your eye. Um, like, just inside the doorframe. I go up to the writing and put my finger up to it as if it's braille and it's not even it's the thing is it's not even carved in nor is it that weird kind of squirmy lettering it is elvish interesting uh either you speak um well i don't know if you even have elves elvish anybody anybody know elvish no No. i'm assuming you don't either don't really have space elves, do you? No, no. All right, well... I do speak primordial, though. Huh, that checks out, actually. All right, well, I'm just going <laughs> to sit here for ten minutes and comprehend languages, if y'all don't mind. Uh, yeah, 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 no, no, go ahead. Uh, then that's just what I'll do. I'll uh, sit down for ten minutes and ritually cast comprehend languages. Actually, I'm sorry, I can just use comprehend languages, not as a spell, but as a, a scribing note. So I will do that, then. Use it as a short rest ability. Okay. Which just instantly happens for an hour. So, um, yeah, no, this Elvish, and it's not anything like revolutionary or groundbreaking. It's not even like a like an epic or a poem or an ode to anything. It's just Aramir was, you know, Aramir family. Interesting. Um, I go to the next hut over and I see if there's anything written in the same section. No actually. Like, this one doesn't even look like it was carved in. This one just looks like it was, um... Like, someone just took, like, a rock and, like, kind of, like, didn't scratch it into the surface. It's more so, like, almost like a chalk drawing on the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, on the inside, rather. Um, just, like, wrote, like, almost like just, like, a little note. You know, just, like, something to demarcate that, like, this was this was the domicile of this family. Uh, I'll just double-check around the, that specific... Uh, dome then kind of like looking through if are there any like places to put things like our chests or like other thing like that just fully empty like it's like you see on if you were to like look underneath like the remnants of these beds like the equally rotted out remnants of what may have been a box with some like rotted fabric in it mm-hmm. so you get the impression like maybe it was a like under bed storage locker for their clothes this is quite strange. All right. Well, this particular uh, dome was a domicile for a family, it seems. They speak Elvish, which is interesting to me. I don't know what exactly that tells me, but I more than assume that there are no elves in this one. I mean, there might be. I don't really know. I never really asked the guy. Um, so I'm not quite sure what that leaves us with just yet. I think hmm. we have to keep gathering more information, but know that whoever lived here spoke Elvish. You you know, um, I, I also have a, another idea. You know, why, you know, along the same vein of why wood and why, you know, that little stone thing in the center, maybe that's some kind of um, ritualistic 
demand that the citizens had, you know, like some kind of religion that was that it was a part of, um, you know, because why else would they have something so permanent versus everything else that was like so comfortable? You know, you know, I, you know what I mean? I, I'm gonna keep it in the back of my head for now because I think there are more important things for us to look at. But I, I do agree that it's it's strange that. You know that table in particular versus the rest of the furniture and, and whatnot is. And then yeah, it's like it's it's repeated, right? Like it, it's yes. not just a thud. Yes, yeah. it is something that's universal. But most of this is, which is quite strange. The only thing that wasn't really was the writing that I found there. Right. Hmm. So I think if I if I can think of this, it seems like individualism was frowned upon in some way. Like, it may have been some sort of cultural thing, maybe it was some type of religious thing, like you said, maybe it was just how they lived. I have no idea, but it, this was a hidden piece of writing, um, which the other homes don't really have. Fair point. Um, perhaps we should try and find this tower, right? Yeah, let's keep uh, getting in there. Yeah. So... The tower is not especially hard to... It's the tallest structure that just kind of looms over the city. It's not central. Um, but it definitely, like, it's... It's notable. It's definitely noticeable. Um, like, it's not particularly hard to find. Is the top of the bubble... Like, are we able to see the outside bubble, or, like... You could, yeah, so, like, it's all-encompassing, so you can actually see, like, um... Does the highest point look like it's at the top of the tower? Like, it, it's above it? It look the highest point of the bubble definitely looks like it's above, you know, the, the top of that tower now. I think we're in the right place, then. We gotta keep moving in. Um... Alright, right, um, yeah, let's, let, let, let's, let's keep going. So, it's not especially hard. Like, everything here is, like, really well laid out. Like, you can actually see, like just outside of these like rows of these domed residential structures um are almost like these semi-permanent like um you can see like the walls of these almost like rectangular looking buildings that you can kind of this at first glance recognize them as market stalls you know same thing made out of those that same black material as you pass through that like you come across more buildings you know these you know uh taller now is starting to become like two-story buildings you know all of them that same kind of like domey organic structure and you note that these ones all start to now look more livable i guess is the word like you can actually see there's windows like you can see some like they're starting to look a little more like individualized like you can see some of them have like little balconies like but otherwise they all share that same frame that same skeleton basically if you're beelining it basically for that tower more or less right yeah i mean the thing is is like right ash what do you think first of all we have a whole city to explore and there's only three of us the situation only gets worse the longer we take i i think i agree with that sentiment as well that's kind of what i was aiming at as well i was open to looking at everything else but uh, we've already spent a lot of time the base of the tower you can see like um as you approach it is you know, has more of those kind of like fish heady looking entrances you know they all have those kind of like the dangly kind of lanterns around it it's more almost looks like six individual spires in a way have just kind of extruded themselves from the ground 
and begin to twist in on themselves. The spacing in between each of these spires has that same kind of like that like Piscean features. But in the center of it, you can see like that there's it's almost open air in the center. You know, the more of those kind of flickering um, bio lights. So just to make sure that I have it right in my head, um, this is from the outside or, or do we walk from the outside? The... What you can see from okay. the outside. Got you. And there's like a full courtyard surrounding it, like almost like a park built around it. Like there's like benches and you can see like raised plant beds, you know, flanking like with the benches flanking it. But like, you know, the has more of that dried out fallow looking dirt. Any remnant of plant that was in there is long ago rotted. It's um, you see something that almost looks like a fountain. Looks like whatever this tower was based on the fact that we passed, but we're clearly higher on neighborhoods in the way here. The layout, the layout of this town is very clearly planned. Mm hmm. It's clear that what whatever tower we're looking at now was central to the running of this city, which makes it, I think, more likely that this is what we're looking for. I think maybe Absolutely. it's time we get inside. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Hoon uh, takes out their gun and just uh, is ready, ready to. Come <laughs> up. It's insane Holy every shit, time. Hoon. I I know you've had one this whole time, and I've seen it before. It's just crazy every time you just. I know it every out, like, time it gets me. Can you like? Can you just say like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna take out my gun now before you do it"? Because every time you do, I just get like, you're, first of all, how do you keep it in the hourglass <laughs> figure? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how does that work? Because it's in, impeccable every time. It truly, really, you don't even like. All right, whatever. Well, I, honestly, just, just, that's a mystery. Just, for just a little day. insight, you know. I'm, I, I, uh, I tend when you sleep with something, you tend to, you know, you tend to figure out how to caress the curves. You know, you just wait. You sleep with the it's gun. It's fine. Okay. You sleep with a typewriter. Let's not get uh, well. Into this. All right. Well, I sleep with a typewriter. Right. It's very different uh-huh. than sleeping with a gun. You know, like comfort wise, I don't like lay down on top of Olympia. You know, I, I just I lay next to her. Sure. We can get into this another. Look, I we don't need to talk about our machinations and our obsessions with them. All right, we can just. I'm gonna just sneak, not because I'm embarrassed of the situation. Sure, said, sure. Like, uh huh. Make <laughs> sure that I'm not spotted by whatever's gonna be in there. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love that clarification. Not sneak, because not I'm, embarrassed, I'm embarrassed. I'm sneaking away. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just need to know. You know, I'm very comfortable with my love life. Mm-hmm. Sneak. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yes, go ahead. <laughs> That's a ten. I'm actually I am gonna use a bullet roll for this one, uh, just because I'm a little nervous about what we're about to hit. So I'm gonna make that a nineteen. So it's a thirteen plus six and nineteen. Okay. Um, as you approach, you still kind of like your detect magic is just at how long does it last for? Like I'm gonna say like you're. It's probably gone to be honest. It's okay. 10 minutes. I was gonna say if anything, you're at like the very tail end of it. Sure, yeah. Like, you're not really picking up, like, even with your detect magic and your stealth, like, you're not really picking up anything. Like, the tower feels inherently magic, but, like, it's really hard to actually pick up on any one specific school. Like, there's a little bit of, like, you get a little bit of divination, you get a little bit of abjuration. Like, but it doesn't feel um, especially, like, hostile. But you're making your way, you're sneaking through, and, um, as you kind of sneak through the entrance of these, you know, Piscean arches, you don't see anyone or anything. It's, it's an open air 
like pretty much almost all the way to the top but like you can also see that there's like in the very center like this flat disc like kind of mounted into the floor surrounded by a pool of this kind of like brackish looking uh, water take out the wire this is uh, q cube to terracotta go fast terracotta go fast do you copy I think Ash just doesn't respond. Ash actually just doesn't respond. <laughs> Alright, well, you can respond if you'd like. I know this spell is going through. It's part of the nature of it, so you can absolutely choose not to, but everything is clear in here, alright? Terracotta, go fast. Make sure to get uh, Grass Toucher in here with you. Keep it cubed out. Uh, <laughs> the wire back up. I just, like, tap Hood on the shoulder and just ward the Sea Star Walk again. <laughs> Uh, you seem disturbed. Are are you okay? We're clear to go. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 okay, all right. <laughs> Follows Ashen. Yeah, you don't see really anything, um, especially out of the ordinary. I mean, more so than usual. But um, you do see that um, that kind of stone disc, you know, in the middle of the floor. You know, maybe you know, roughly ten feet in diameter. Um, with that kind of brackish fluid extending out maybe another three feet. Um, it doesn't look at all deep. Like, you can actually see the bottom of it. It's maybe like an inch or two deep at most. Um, but the interior is just really ornately carved. Um, you can actually see, like, you can see, if you look up, you can actually see, like, the perfect circle of light of like whatever's at the top of the shaft of the BBC. Mm, I hate that. Um, I I had to, I, I, you, you, just, yeah that's yeah, it's, we're right in the middle. I had to do it. That that one was just too perfect. No, I walked so, into I'm that sorry. one. I opened. I that was all you. That was all me. As you're looking and kind of like straining your eyes a little bit, like just kind of investigating, you can actually see like what looked like carvings along the interior of that shaft um, which is a good 30 feet up are there no stairs in here is it just like a straight up tower it is just a straight up tower uh, hey hey guys um, with with your permission I, I would like to toss one of the stones I got from earlier into the, the, the liquid part that's surrounding the, the stone you think you think that because you know, I, I don't, I don't, I, I want to know if I can touch it. Hey, you know, look, I think we're all men of uh, reason, intellect. Uh, I think all of us would agree that throwing a stone into this unknown liquid in the middle of this crazy city is the best idea we've had so far. I honestly can't think of a good enough reason why you shouldn't at this point. But just do it. Just figure it out. All right. Yeah. Who does it? it? Splishes. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. And then, no. <laughs> oh no! It ripples. I'll just. Oh wow! I'll <laughs> mage hand it back out. Just see if it like change color. Like, no, nope. I mean anything. no more so than any other rock when made wet changes color. All right. It's like, man, what is this liquid? Um, it's definitely got a bit of a smell to it. Not an unpleasant one. It's almost got like a very um planty smell. Mm-hmm. Like something very like um like it smells green. 
like very faintly. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Uh, uh, everybody, uh, stand, stand back. Uh, he he casts he casts the the cantrip firebolt into the into the uh, water. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine. Too. Um, it splashes and fizzles. Um, it releases like a nice little plume of steam. Um, you know, disturbs the surface of the mm-hmm. water, but otherwise, um, but you do notice actually when you do that, that central disc kind of like is not anchored. Right before I was gonna do it too, you had to do it. You had to say it right before I was gonna say. I think Ash will just very casually walk up and just like leap onto the platform, being able to clear three feet easy. Yeah, like as you like jump onto it, like it. It wibbles a little bit, but like otherwise maintains like a fairly straight balance. But like, it definitely is not anchored to the floor. I'm going to look mm. around on the platform for any kind of like button I could press with my foot or something. I'm hopping up as well at this point. Boon follows. Um, yeah, the right in the center. Um, you can see now like that you're standing on it. Like there's like faint like concentric rings of just kind of like ornamental carving. Um, but the center of it is its own little, like, um, very faintly visible pressure pad. Going up, and I just lightly tap a foot on the pressure pad. The water you feel, you see around you just begins to kind of, like, gurgle and, like, solidify as... Oh, actually, I want off this. I want off this now. <laughs> um, as it begins to kind of, like, raise and, like, almost like this spire of ooze begins to push the plate that you're standing on up. And as your Whoa 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 is maintaining like a very comfortable equilibrium. There's like no like jerking. There's no like um it's moving admittedly pretty slowly, but um it clears you know that distance, you know, from that kind of vaulted ceiling into the opening of the tower. As you start making your way up, is still as we pass. Go ahead. As we pass the walls, uh, can you just quickly take out his notepad and uh, quick pen and, and try to like, or I guess quill, and just try to like copy whatever carvings he sees on the wall. Oh yes, absolutely. Just to make sure that he can catch it on the way, you know, to see if there's anything about them. So, as you're making your way up, and you're just kind of looking around, and, like you can see that these carvings are different compared to all the other ones like these ones actually feel um are almost like more pictograms more than their actual like text or just ornamental like you can actually see what looks like you know it's all carved into that same black material but like it's got different textures which allows it to be a lot more like visible as you're as you're riding up on it you can see the this black ball like, surrounded by fire, like, crashing into this landscape, um, you know, as you make your way up. And you can see now, as you continue, um, you can see these these figures, like, that look somewhere between... You can tell there's multiple legs involved with a large kind of, like, spidery-esque body with these really elongated, almost eel-like head and necks to the best of your approximation. Do they have that little anglish thing at the top? They do. Yes. Mm. Um, And you can see them all now kind of like flanking the crash site as you're making your way up. You know, like flanking, like moving away from that black 
ball that has now been like partially submerged into the landscape. Um, mm-hmm. You can see them now, like you can see a few of them wearing like these kind of like big spiky headdresses carrying a, a scepter, um, kind of like pointing and directing. And you can see like these just amorphous blobs um, like emerging from that black sphere um and you can see those black ball like blobs like beginning to take form and like building structures like almost like they're like like it almost looks like you know like like a scientific diagram of an amoeba um does mm-hmm. now like you can see them kind of like changing shape and you can see now like the beginnings of a city being built um you can see these kind of spidery looking things conversing with these um these humanoid figures that they very clearly marked out their their long pointed ears you know just like at first like you can see like you know there's um at least on the humanoid side like they appear to have you know weapons it's all like kind of carved like in that sort of like three-quarter like flat like ancient egyptian style um yeah you know where you can also see like um they have this um you know the weapons originally drawn you know facing towards one another then you can see now instead of you know weapons they're passing baskets back and forth and then you can see as it goes up and up the this city now with you know these like pointy ear humanoids working in the fields um where the arachnoid looking creatures are you know, building more structures. And then it weirdly it shifts because you can see now that there's like this, you know, the depiction of the city now has this humanoid figure kind of floating above it in this kind of very almost like deific position. But it's the way that they're carved, like the amount of detail that you as you look at them, like the robes that they're made out of look almost like they're wound around them more like bandages than anything but like they're the more you look at it like it almost looks like they're shifting and moving and like instead of having those kind of like radiant wings you see what look more like tendrils spreading out from behind you can see as you continue your way up some of the those pointier humanoids beginning to change like you can see them becoming like more like hunched and their arms getting longer with their own like tenderly things extending out and you can see like very clearly someone had whoever carved it like very clearly dug out the eyes so like mm-hmm. these deep pits where the eyes were and you can see these now hunched uh, humanoid I'm getting a bad feeling. these hunched humanoid figures are now like almost like bowed in deference to this like this deific tentacly humanoid creature in their new forms in their new forms. And you can now see as you continue your way up the arachnoid things, you know, raising your know, weapons against these these new humanoids, these morphed mutated things, these corrupted creatures. Um all as that same figure uh just kind of floats above the city. And you can see like now just instead of these humanoid figures, like just piles of skulls like lined up at the base of the city with significantly fewer of those arachnoids. And they're raising their scepters up against that figure, that like deific figure in the sky. 
And then it changes dramatically. It's the first bit of color that you... Because someone, whoever carved this, put a, a embedded a brass disc where that figure was in previous scenes. You know, with the those arachnoid figures like still holding their like stabs and scepters up. And you're now getting very close to the top and you can see that they've moved this brass disc down into like the heart of the carving of the city um, with all the arachnoid figures kind of almost like for if you didn't know better, it almost looks like they were bowing or meditating, praying to this like kind of brassy disc. And you've now reached the top, which kind of with a little twist kind of locks into place. And you're now standing on the top of this large observation deck, this observation platform. Um, that's just these clusters of like domed nodes, you know, that look out onto the city, each with their own level of refraction. Um, you can see kind of standing where each of the tendrils had kind of come up to meet at the top, a statue nearly identical to the one that was found in the research, found in the research tent. Um, save for one little like alcove where you can tell one should be. Um, you also see that several of those uh, kind of like nodules had been broken and looks like they were broken fairly recently. But more alarmingly, you see this hunched over hu- this pair of hunched over humanoid figure um, kind of viciously tearing at something on the ground. Um, they appear sickly, like their skin, like one of them, like their skin is just kind of very loosely hanging off of them. And you can see that there's like, and they have like these four tendrils just kind of extending out of their back. Um, as they're just, you can see that they're viciously like tearing and just you hear the loud smackings of something being chewed on, bone cracking. And you can see another one with like the beginning of these kind of tenderly protrusions extending out of their back, like their shirt just barely beginning to rip. Um, their arms are much longer than they should be than a normal human, but as it plate locks into place, the more advanced one turns like very abruptly to look at you and you immediately see that this thing does not have eyes just holes where the eyes used to be in this moment hoon just reacts and he casts catapult on a grenade hoon you hurl your grenade via catapult (laughs) wait 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 wait. and we'll pick up there next week oh no (laughs) (laughs) so Join us again next week uh, as we continue our delve into this frozen city and what uh, the arc that I am now calling, again, the Frozen Terror. Uh, I hope you all are... Can't possibly fathom one. Can't. No, it's a mystery. Absolute mystery. No, it's so warm. It's It's so warm and cozy. It might as well be called Happy Bunnyland. It's so 32 degrees and muggy. It's so 34, actually. 34 34 and muggy. Um, (laughs) But... Join us next week as we continue this adventure. Um, my name is Tom. I've been your DM for this session. We're screwed. You're probably pretty screwed. <laughs> yeah. I'm Cameron. No. I'm, uh... Oh, uh, and, no. uh, I... Oh, you go. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'll go. Uh, yeah. I'm Eli. This has been Hoon. Uh, I'm Evan, and the the lip burn has mostly healed by now. I am right, glad. So uh, join us next week. We've been the Forever DMs. Thanks once again for joining us. We'll see you again soon. Love you guys.